Welcome to Anger Watch Podcast with Ashley and Kirsten. Today we are talking about Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3, Episode 3, I'm Let You Finish, but... Which I, I love that title. That's great. Uh, we love the puns all the, the time. The puns. Tomfoolery. I think the next one is like Oopsie Daisy. Oopsie Daisy. Which is just so cute, so fun. But, oh my gosh. So, I mean, where do we even start with this episode? We have repeat charter guests. The worst charter guest to ever grace this series. Repeat charter guest. Um, but before they get on, we have the uh, the waking up after their night off and cleaning up and getting ready for the nightmares that yeah, are coming. I feel like it was a pretty tame night out, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing notable. Nothing notable. Just normal. A little drink, a little food, a little, a little hot tub time, and we're out. Good night, right? Yeah. yeah, Kelsey went to bed early again, which props to her. I really respect her for that. The peer pressure to stay up and party on yachts seems like so intense. She's definitely you know? my favorite so far. I, she's just really funny, so and she key. definitely like on deck compared to Tom. Like, seems to know what she's doing and isn't as like aggressive and like and know it all. But she does very clearly say when she knows what they're supposed to be doing. She doesn't like shy away. She's very much like. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, which is the whole cleaning of the boat right before the guests come on. But even before that, we have our... Uh, we have the... Um, you're talking about when they clean the outside and Glenn... Yeah. Glenn's Glenn like, mad. you didn't do this right because you didn't use soap. Yeah, and Tom's like, no, it's just water. And Kelsey's like, no, 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 I think we need to use soap. Like, we definitely need to clean it, like... Justice for Kelsey. She knew she was right. And in her talking head, she was just so, like, exasperated and, like, shaking her head. Because she was embarrassed because she, like, knew what they were supposed to be doing. So, like, I feel bad that, like, they both got in trouble for it when she was like, no, like, this is what I think we're supposed to be doing. And then... And Glenn is one of those captains that they want to do well for him. They want to do... They want him to be proud. And so I think a different captain, she might not have been as upset, maybe, but, like... Glenn's such a good guy. If he gets mad, you get you feel bad. Yeah, like, he usually, like, doesn't get mad, but he was clearly, like, not happy about the way the boat was. And even Gary said to them, what, twice that they had to do it? Yeah, and I, I mean, I will say, it looks like it's a pain to do. You gotta reach that giant mop stick over the side of the boat and, like... Yeah. I don't know how but you scrub But at least it's not, that. like, the harnesses that they do for the motor yachts and they have to clean, like, That's the true. sides of the boat. That's true. They could stay on deck. Yeah. But... That's kind of what we opened with, and then that was the least eventful thing that happened the entire episode, but, you know, had to get that out of the way. So we have our preference sheet meeting that was, like, up before that, but we see that we're getting repeat charter guests, and Daisy had a little, uh, tantrum. Not a tantrum. She was definitely upset. She was visibly upset and vocally upset. And I don't blame her because they were not good to her last charter. They They were terrible to her last charter. Terrible and just... Terrible, like, as a group, too. Like, they were even, like, rude to, like, Danny and Allie. They were just, like... everyone. Yeah, they were rude to each other, right? They, Wasn't they, there, they like, were whole, fighting with yeah. each other, and they... There was a whole, like, table place setting issue with, I like... I think that was them, right? Yeah, right? Where, like, Erica was, like, doing it, and then she's like, no, 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 you go away, or whatever, right? Like, she kicked the girl out, yeah. And th- so this time, it is a different group. They brought some men, some husbands. Her, her spouse, there was Chuck. another. There was another guy too, but he yeah. didn't say anything the entire episode. I liked episode. him. He was great. He was quiet. <laughs> he was great. He, we'll talk about him in the next episode. And yeah. How just great he was, but. But, I really had some hope that maybe not being all women and maybe having like a husband there would would bring the drama down just because the relationships are different. 
and I was completely wrong. Yeah, I feel like they amped up the drama. I didn't think that they could be worse than they were they last charter. They were awful last charter, and they were somehow worse. Like, it was worse. And I don't know if it's just because Chuck's voice is so grating, and he talked the entire time. He sounds like a child. Like, like he just is, he just is a child to me, and we'll... With like, especially at the end with the omelet and the way he pushed it away, oh, I was like, you're yeah. a five-year-old being like, I don't want broccoli. Like, yeah. that's what I felt like from him. He must be so rich, too. Like, I don't know why she she married him. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. They have the preference sheet meeting. Daisy complains. Gary kind of complains. Yeah, they're when giving, Colin, like... When Colin finds out who it is, he kind of complains. Which I feel like from Colin was, like, a lot, because he's always the, like, more level-headed kind of person. And so even you know, he was dreading it. Yeah, and even, and so, they're, like, kind of explaining to Marcos, like, how bad they are, and just... Marcos is mentally preparing himself for the psychic attacks he's about to take on his food. Um, and then Glenn gets a call from, I, I don't was it from production, or from the, I, the guests themselves, I, Was it the charter company? I don't know. Someone, but even before that, Daisy had to prep her stews, Ashley and Gabby, and be like, just so oh, you yeah. know, like, their cabins were super messy. Those cabins were, like, disgusting, vile. And they weren't even on the boat for, like, they were only on the boat for a couple of hours. Three days. They have so much luggage. So much luggage. But. But, so, like, I thought, I feel like it was good that Daisy, like, prepped them for that and was just, like, this is what's going to be. Excellent leadership. Excellent yeah. leadership. But. And the whole unpacking thing, too. Because, like, like, they have gonna... a lot of stuff to unpack. And I stand by that if you are a grown person who makes someone else unpack your luggage for you, that's that's over the line. Like, you can do a lot of things when you have money. You should not be able to do that. That feels really just petty for no reason to me. Yeah. Like, unpack your own stuff. Or don't unpack. You're only there for 48 hours. Yeah, Why would you unpack know. everything? Um, but, yeah. So, phone call Glenn gets from someone, we're not sure who, says that... Um, Cindy, the mother, right? Yeah, so C- Cindy, Chuck, and Erica were all, like, escorted off of their plane at Heathrow Airport. And we're going to be catching a later flight because they were were causing, like, they missed their connection because they were being held by the police. Like, I Daisy's reaction really summed it up perfectly for me, um, which was that of complete disbelief and shock, but also kind of it was hilarious it was like i told you so glenn i told you they were crazy and we're gonna bring them on this boat now great yeah um which you know more about what happened on the plane yeah so i've been watching daisy's um pit party that she did with Allie, and then following like some um susan one of the guests who was on the charter boat was like talking about it and kind of like explaining like their experience because we only see an hour of what was like 48 hours on the boat and so they were she was kind of explaining how Chuck and Erica were like in first class and then Sydney was in like economy or whatever and so she had kept coming up into first class which is a big no-no like there's a reason the curtains are closed and so the flight attendants had told her like multiple times to go sit back down because she just kept coming up and coming up and coming up and so I guess Chuck was asleep they had given him his like omelet meal in first class and she came and she took it and like then went back and then she came up and like Chuck was awake and, like, her and Chuck were, like, yelling at each other, and she got, like, aggressive and, like, belligerent with, um, the flight attendants, um, and things like that. And I think they, they briefly, like, talked about it on the show, but, like... But not to that level Not to of that detail. extent, because it wasn't just about an omelet, it was the fact that she just kept com- coming and, like, pestering first class when you're not supposed to do that, and the flight attendants, I think, 
Like, it was definitely, like, more than once. Like, it was, a f- yeah. like, five or six times that there was, like, issues of her coming up. And so then they were, like, escorted off the plane. And then one of the charter guests that was with them, who was supposed to be on the boat, after all of these travel issues at the airport, was like, I'm flying home. I'm not going on the boat with you. Oh, I didn't know about that. They were missing yeah, a charter guest? they were guest? missing a charter guest. There was another <gasps> guy, Greg, who was supposed to be on there, who Susan, which was one of the charter guests, talked about on her, like, Instagram story and was like, oh. yeah, like, after all of this, he went home and, like, Good left. for him. And then... So, Good for him. The only one of that group with a backbone. So they were, so Susan was like, he was the smartest out of all of us. Like, we all should have done it. But I guess because when they come to, like, agree to go on the show, they have to sign a contract with Bravo. And the other thing that was interesting that she talked about was when they come on the show, they tell them a minimum that they have to tip. Is that minimum by chance $8,000? Which is what Chuck said he had in an envelope and was going to start taking money away from? No. What What's the minimum? Do you know? She didn't say, but I guess she said how much she was given and, like, everybody else had given. Wait, so do all of the guests tip and they only show us the primary? So they had all given their money to Chuck and Erica and, oh, like, they just I handed off. Okay. They were supposed to hand it off. And so she was saying that Rhett, Janelle, and her, like, they don't know where their money went because they had added into whatever that tip was. And spoiler alert, we know what the tip is from the next episode because we're recording this a little late. We'll save it. We'll save it. But, It's yeah. not good. And so, like, she talked about that, and I thought it was really interesting the way she kind of delved into that because they were definitely, like, stiffed with the tip. Yeah, I mean, even the starting amount that Chuck says at one point when they got on the boat, he's like, I've got $8,000 in cash in this envelope, and every time I get mad, I'm taking money away. But 8000 is a terrible tip. Yeah, like, like that's... As a starting value, that is an awful tip. just, like, the amount you pay to charter a boat. And we did the math at one point, and $8,000 among nine crew members is not even $1,000 a piece. No, it's, like... And typically, they get close to fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars yeah. a piece. Like, so they got like it's like half of what is normally tip given of like um, whatever it is. So that and that's was like just, a very average, half of an average, not even half of a good. Yeah, tip. and like their experience wasn't that like they created they made it bad. Yeah, the the ste- the crew when did a phenomenal to, job to like the menu and everything. And like, so one of the big things that they had asked was they wanted a division like, a partition in the master so that, like, that was Sydney, insane. Sydney, like, the mother-in-law was, or Erica's mother was on, like, the one side, and then Chuck was on the other, and so, like, they were complaining about the partition. That they had asked for. That they had asked for, and then they were just... That also freaked me out, because several times, Chuck said something about, like, oh, Erica and I are gonna go have a lot of sex, and I was like, your mother-in-law is sleeping on the other side of, like, a thick shower curtain. But he Why? was on the other side of the shower curtain. Wait, he Erica? was the one who was sleeping in that bed. And Erica like, and her mother shared the king. I don't know because, I mean, granted, it's next. Ep- no, it was this episode when the, when Marcos went. No, Daisy goes down to talk about the menu. He was behind the curtain asleep, and Erica and her mom were laying on the bed. Oh, maybe it's because. They he she, Erica wasn't ready. Know, to it was just yet. it was just weird. The, their whole dynamic is weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. I don't just like weird. them. I also, it's such a side note. I want to bring it up though. Uh, and I don't know what this speaks to. Probably their lack of political intelligence, shall we say, is that last se- last year, last season, uh, they came on board. It was all of the ladies. And someone, I want to say it was 
Eric? I don't think it was Eric. Was it Cindy? No, it, it was, was the, someone. It was the one that they had a lot of issues with, but I can't yeah. remember her name. She wore a bathing suit and said the ever famous quote from Below Deck, Tata's for Trump, because it had the Trump things on her top of her bathing suit. And this time they wore a bathing suit for Biden. So I just think that's. It says so much about them without saying anything at all. Yeah. Well, even just when Daisy went down to talk to them about the menu, it was like, oh, like watermelon gazpacho. And they were like, and Chuck was like, gazpacho was sounds like, disgusting. Was like, what Ew. is that? <laughs> I've been like, oh, like, what's gazpacho? Like, can you explain that to me? Like, I've never heard of that before. Or like politely, like, hey, I'm sorry, we didn't, we, we don't really want to try anything new on this charter. We'd like to stick to the preference sheet a little bit more. Like, there were so many ways to say that. Yeah, he was just, he was so just, just the way that like, he went about everything. And even like... And it was weird, too, because she said, oh, it was a beef dish, but I don't remember the name of it. The ribeye? Yeah. That they had? So she, like, had said that, and um, Sydney was like, well, there is no protein. Where's the protein? And she's like, the beef, the meat. Like, the, it's coming, the steak. We're doing a four-course plated dinner. Yeah. Not all of them have meat in them. That looked like a good dinner, too. I would have yeah. eaten that. But that when they dinner. went, like, on their preference sheet, they requ- requested a steak dinner. Which is what they got. And then they were mad about the steak dinner, and... Sydney especially was like, women don't eat steak. I'm like, so then why is that what you guys That was so sheet? weird. Women like, can't eat steak. That was what a weird take. They were just like so, like they didn't even know what they want because Daisy had said to them like, oh, this is the menu. And then. And I would like to point out, and it's been pointed out by the production crew several times over. Chuck ate the steak and said, wow, this is probably one of the best steaks I've ever had in my entire life. And Marcos was like, cool, that's what I like to hear when someone eats my food. And then the next morning, Chuck is like, I've gotten better food at McDonald's than I had at dinner last night. That was like, the worst meal I've ever had in my life. It just, like, went on Like, and you on. liar. We have video evidence and of then, you eating the entire thing and saying you liked it. And then Sydney, too, was like, I was very disappointed with dinner. Like, I can't believe that that was what he served us. And it was like, he asked you guys flat out what you wanted. And you were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and I think credit to Marcos for not absolutely going up there and murdering all of them. He was ready to. He was like, and we have we have had chefs in the past who would have not necessarily resorted to murder. Perhaps that's a little extreme, but like he handled it very well. Like he, he did. Like wasn't I wasn't very aggressive about. It. He was like, all right, I guess I'll just keep like, asking them what they want to eat. Like I don't know what to do anymore. And like, was kind of yeah. Yeah, and I think like Ben. Lena, I feel like, would have taken it out on the other crew, like, really intensely, and Adam would have gone up and yelled at them. Yeah. And so, those are the two I can pick up. I think Rachel would have handled it fine. Um, Yeah, I think Rachel would have been like, well, what do you want? Here's my idea. Rachel would have done a little bit, a little more aggressive. I think she would have been been like, professional stuff. What do you you want? Like, if this isn't what you, like, want And Marcos was like, you know what? I'm going to make child food if that's what I have to do. They're going to be fed, and then they're going to get off of this boat. (laughs) Well, even then, so they have their dinner, they go to bed, whatever. It's, like, normal. They went to bed pretty early. They went to bed early. They weren't crazy up late drinking, which was actually kind of nice, I think, for the stews, especially to not have to be up until 5 in the morning putting guests to bed. They just kind of all went to bed. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, those cabins were disgusting once again. Oh, my God, they were so gross. By the next, they'd been there, they'd slept there one night, and it was gross the next morning like how do you even do that before their first dinner it was bad and then i just thought it was so funny how ashley was unpacking the suitcase 
And it was like deja vu to when Allie did it because once again, someone's it was talking. Chuck. Chuck is talking her ear off. Just sitting there talking about himself while she's like doing manual labor for him. I, like if you're gonna make someone unpack your laundry, have the decency to not be in the room. Yeah, or if you're gonna be in there, maybe, I don't know, like tell them where to put, I don't know, like. Or like say, hey, I'm you do your thing, I'm gonna take a nap. That was like, a lot of stuff in there that she had to unpack They had so many suitcases. For what? For but there was so much in the suitcase. I was like, like okay, I'm like, surprised actually that like, and this is jumping ahead to the next episode, so I don't want to do it too much. But I'm surprised that they could close the suitcases and because the crew doesn't pack up for them. They'll unpack, but the crew doesn't pack for them. Yeah. And how do you? I don't know. Well, even like the wigs and stuff that like Sydney had. Like, how do you? Like, why would you travel with wigs? Like, I don't know. You don't need like, those. I think that's, like, fine, like, whatever you're dressing up. Fun, but it's, like, like, I would consider it a waste of space if I'm going to Europe, like. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, they had a lot for how long they were there. But, but, so the next morning, they wake up, and they are supposed to be doing brunch. Yes. They on, asked, so on the preference sheet, they requested to do a brunch at the beach. At the beach. So brunch is usually from what? I'd say like 11. 11 to 1 area. 11 to 1, 11 to 2 sometimes. Late morning, early afternoon. Yeah, because it's breakfast and lunch together, hence brunch. Yes. Now so <laughs> I just, I want to like preference and explain that because I don't think they understood what brunch is. I think they like the sound of the word and they put absolutely zero. Th- Actually, no. Because Erica seemed to know what it was. Erica being the primary guest. But no, but Chuck and like she Sydney didn't explain didn't. it to anyone, I don't think. But I think she wanted brunch and then was like, all the other yeah. guests be damned. I'm not gonna explain well, to them. Well, because then they complained to Daisy that Daisy had gotten brunch wrong, which she didn't. She didn't. And then they were upset that there was no breakfast, which Marcos was making them brunch. And Daisy, I think, handled it really well and was like, oh, well, I'll just have the chef whip you up something. Poor Marcos, oh. like working. Double. Double, but like. That's not what your preference sheet said. Your preference so sheet said brunch. Just... He's making a gorgeous brunch for you. Yeah, that brunch looked really good. But, so, Daisy handled it well, I think, just yeah, jumping just... in. And that's when we get Chuck ordering an omelet. An omelet, which Daisy asked and said. Well, he wasn't even so sure about wanting the omelet. She was like, do you want an omelet? Do you want a breakfast sandwich? And he was like, and he kind of mumbled omelet. omelet. Yeah. And then he listed a ton of ingredients. And then said, um, whatever. Or, yeah, or whatever you have. So Daisy relayed. Actually, it was pretty much verbatim. She was like, onions, bacon, cheese, or whatever you have. Like, said exactly what Chuck said to her, to Marcos. And Marcos was like, cool. And he threw some tomato in there. Because that's pretty common omelet. Food. Yeah, like, like most omelets have some sort of tomato in and them. And Chuck's preference sheet also said dislikes nothing. Yeah, that's a bad move. If you're gonna so pull I out a preference sheet, so I think that also like should, like I don't know, like I don't know. To me, it was just like annoying. Like they clearly like didn't remember what they put on their preference sheets. Mm-hmm. And and then Chuck had the audacity to get mad <laughs> about something he wasn't clear about. So, but then Daisy was like, okay, then we'll remake the omelet. So he, did she make him, did he make two or three? I think two. Two omelets. And Erica, you know, for all her faults, did eat it. She was like, you know what, I'll eat this. Yeah. And she seemed to like it. Yeah, and then that's when they spun the conversation and were like, well, we weren't really happy with dinner last night. It wasn't very good. Chuck's saying he's had better food at the ballpark. 
To which Glenn, to his credit, went, okay, these people have no class. I'm going to take nothing they say about my crew as true. Yeah. And we're going to just get through this charter to get them off the boat. Yeah. Which I thought was nice, at least, that Glenn was like, okay, have some class. We're serving you better food than you can get at the ballpark or you can get at McDonald's. Yeah, he basically was like, I want McDonald's. Like, McDonald's serves better food than this. Which I just, I just feel like he just didn't understand, like, he doesn't understand food is what I get from that. Doesn't understand food, doesn't understand... Manners, etiquette, manners, Or, like, what service is supposed to be expected on a yacht. Like, there's a level of fine dining that's expected. Yeah. And that's what they were given. Marcos and Daisy are dining. And the food looked good. I would have eaten all of that. We didn't eat it, but it looked good. And the crew has had enough testament to Marcos's food. Yeah. I think Glenn ate eggs for breakfast. Even though they were scrambled eggs, he ate Marcos's eggs. Like, like, like the crew knows, even though it's, like, also different food, they know what the chef is cooking because they're eating it themselves. Also, like... It's one thing, okay, the four-course steak dinner. I don't think Marcos messed it up, but it's easier to mess something like that up. It's a little bit more technical. You can really cook a steak weird. Like, it can happen. Yeah. Well, the medium plus thing. Medium plus thing was a whole thing. But, like, But her preference sheet said medium. It did. And then she came down, and to her credit, before he started cooking, said medium plus. And he wrote it down. And he wrote it down, but, like, she should have just said well done. She didn't want any pink in her steak. Why did she say medium plus? Because I think, because it's medium well, it's not medium plus, it's not... Like, what's, I don't, I don't know what plus is. I don't, I don't know I've either. never heard of anyone ordering a steak with a plus. Yeah, and, you know, like, Marcos, again, handled that well. Oh, let me just, like, recook your steak, whatever, my bad. But, like... But don't, like... Like, that's, I feel like, not that it's not on him, but it's, like, get your preference sheet right. Yeah, like, pay attention when you're filling that thing out. That's not just for show. <laughs> they really use that. Yeah. So, I don't know what that was all about. But I think Marcos... He was fantastic. Marcos did a great job. Once again, we love Marcos. I think he, again, he just handled himself really well and just, like, took in the whole scenario, which is kind of like... And I think it was good that he allowed Daisy to, um... He allowed Daisy to handle the face-to-face. He didn't come up to Manning to speak to the guests. The guests kind of came to him, or it was facilitated by Daisy. He didn't overstep. Yeah. And I think that helped it move along smoother because the guests weren't being bombarded from different, like, there was one message from the crew, and it was coming through Daisy. Yeah. I thought, too, that was interesting. So Daisy kind of talked in Pit a Party about this as well, is that, like, there was a longer clip that they had, like, obviously had edited down, but, like, he had tried to actually, like, aggressively go down into the galley, um, and that was, like, a whole kind of issue. So I think it's just very clear that, like, like, throughout it they were very just like aggressive this is what I want this is how I want it but then like not really saying like this is how I want it it was just like they were just really it was just strange behavior strange 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 behavior and I think I think this was just so it was lovely I mean they were awful but it was lovely to see the crew really come together and be like these people are awful and we're gonna have each other's backs like, yeah. there was no crew infighting this entire episode. No. There's definitely tension between Gabriella and Ashley. But it was so underplayed because of so... How Much. bad the guests were. But let's talk real quick about that. Oh, tension. the fighting at the bar? The yeah. The fighting about the bar? Yeah. Because that was... That happened earlier in the episode and we kind of glossed over it, but... Take a little... 
change of subject. Yeah, so uh, Gabriella is second stew, which is great. And I don't think that Ashley takes well to authority and I don't think she takes well to being micromanaged. So I think she's kind of like frustrated with the way like Gabriella is treating her, which I don't know. I feel like Gabriella being second stew has kind of gone to her head a little. A little. <laughs> I think it's gone to her head quite a bit. Um, just because she seems very like, oh, like, this is how everything has to be. Like, you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. Here's your list of everything you have to do. And I feel like instead of a list, like, these girls have the same amount of experience. It's not like one is more experienced than the other. And I just feel like instead of a list, it should be like, hey, like, let's just do this, this, and this. Like, write it down. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the whole, like, giving her a list and making sure she's done everything is very just like. It's, it's condescending almost and, and I like think, dictator-ish yeah and I think Gabriella's second stew management would be awesome for a green third stew who has never been in the business before and yeah. this is their first or second charter and they need someone to say hey when you're the only one up with the guests you need to do this when you have free time go do this when you you know before you go to bed tonight finish this list like someone who's new to the business would love that like yeah perfect you don't have to think about it you don't have to try and decide anything from yourself you just do what you're told but ashley doesn't need that ashley is pretty well experienced yeah she's younger but she's got pretty i think she knows what she's doing i think she does i think she is having a bit of an attitude about it that's not necessarily necessary yeah like like yes second stew has kind of gone to gabriella's head but also ashley is the one making it an issue yeah so I, I see both sides of it. I, I, I don't know if I could take one. Interesting too how like they've both kind of gone and complained like Ashley was complaining to Marcos and Colin and then Gabriella was complaining to Gary about it. But neither of them have talked to Daisy, which I think is my biggest issue. Yeah. Um, and Daisy would be able to handle if they yeah. had all if they all just sat down and talked to Daisy and said, "Hey, we think that we should just have two second stews and we can trade." They're already trading days and yeah, nights. Yeah, they're trading anyway. Like, so just take the titles away. Yeah. And if you're on nights, this is what you do. And if you're on days, you do, like, days does second stew and nights does third stew or whatever it is. Yeah. That might be backwards. Yeah, but, whatever it is. But, like, I feel like... like Daisy could fix this. Yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. Daisy, too, like... I don't know. Like, when, like, Gabriella first kind of came and, like, yelled at her... You know, like, I don't, I just don't, like, I feel like it was just uncalled for because it was, like, end of day. They still had a whole another morning before Charter. So they had plenty of time to, like, straighten up the bar mm-hmm. beforehand. So I felt like, you know, because she was even sitting there eating dinner. It wasn't like they were just bullshitting. Yeah. They were party planning. She was eating dinner. So for all she knows, she's taking a dinner break to then go back upstairs and clean the bar. And also, it's, I mean, Daisy was with her. It Like, they were... It wasn't like she was in bed taking a nap or like, something. Daisy so I, knew where she was and was approving of her activities. Yeah, so I feel like Gabriella coming in, especially in the crew mess while everybody was there, it was just inappropriate. And she owned up to that. She did go she and did. Like, apologize to Ashley. But I think Ashley like props to her for being like, you know what, I'm going to only do what the chief stew tells me to do because I don't like the way this is being which handled. Which There's a chain of commands on yachts. That's yeah. pretty strict for a reason. Which I think they it, need to go talk to Daisy. Yeah, I think the chain of command matters less on the interior than it does on the exterior with like docking. Mm-hmm. Like that, you could cause yeah. a lot of damage if you're not paying, giving orders, and taking orders from the right people. Like the interior, okay, like it'll get sorted out. It's not yeah. life or death, but like I don't know. That's the industry standard. There's yeah. there's a chain of command, so I 
while I see where Ashley's coming from, also she is the one yeah. ignoring the chain of command and Gabrielle is the one following it. Yeah. It's just the whole thing is just really strange to me. It's like, yeah, this weird background tension in every conversation they have. Yeah, and it's like, like, I don't know, I think Gabriella at times is just very condescending to a yeah. lot of people, like, not Yeah, I think Ashley. that's just kind of her personality. I do wonder how much of this is born out of the, the conflict that... Or... No, the, the struggle for Gary. Yes! <laughs> They're both interested in... He's not interested in either of them. He's said that. I mean, he keeps making out with Ashley, but, like... Well, Ashley's said, going for him. I feel like. Yeah, no, he did not pursue her at all. She landed in his lap, and he was like, all right. Which, you know, not his finest moment, but he's Gary. Like, and I think Gabrielle is jealous, but she doesn't have a reason to be. Well, she cock-blocked them the first night. She did. It had never, it was in, like, that special never-before-seen. Yeah. Which that, I feel like, gave me a lot of context, too, because it seems that Gabrielle is also interested in Gary. But, like, won't admit it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, I don't know. has to sit next to him at dinner and always has a, like, comment to make at him. And, like, like it's weird. You're in your 30s. Why are you behaving like a middle schooler trying to get the yeah, boy? Like, know. just say something. Like, I mean, I'm all for, like, you know, don't make a hostile work environment about, like, you know, liking. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Gary's a grown man. If you say, hey, I'm into you, he'll respond. Yeah. Probably the way you want him to, too, based on his prior behavior. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I don't know why she's being so vague about it. Unless she doesn't realize, but... I don't know. It's I just don't know. weird. Like, I don't know. Like, there's lots of tension that I feel like they could just resolve if they just sit and have a crew meeting. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is is not possible because of the... The, the busyness of the day and all that stuff that we don't see. Like, how much time do they really have for another crew meeting? I don't know. Yeah. But Daisy seems to prep both of them before each charter, so, like, yeah. could not be that hard to bring it up then and just be like, hey, by the way, we're struggling with the order of stews you put us in. Could we do away with that and just have the same job? Yeah. Feels like a pretty quick conversation. Kate, Kate did that once, right? Where she, yeah, it's been or, done before. Right? Okay. I don't remember what season, but I know she I, did I it. I know that it's been done, and, like, it's not unheard of. Yeah. And I think it would help them function better. I really do. I agree, too. And I think, like, it would relieve some of the tension with Ashley. And I think, I know, I think Ashley just needs to go to Daisy and be like, listen, like, I get that I need to do all of these things, like, either, like, before breakfast or, like, before, like, heading to bed on, like, the late night shift. You know, I don't need the, like, itemized breakdown of the list. Because, yeah. like, are they splitting things on the list? Like I, like, I don't understand if it's, like, a team effort on the list or she's just, like... We also don't know what's on the list. Yeah. We know some of the items, like, she has to juice the oranges for fresh orange yeah. juice and clean up the bar, but, like... Like, is it Gabriella just, like, putting more on Ashley's plate because she's third? Yeah, and, like, how long is that list? Is it, like, yeah. an insane 30-something... Is it, like, something? she broke down everything instead of, like, you know, like, like, you know, I feel like for me, I'd be like, okay, like, tidy up all the guest cabins, make sure, like, the beds are made and, like, all of that, but, like... I don't know how deep, like, Gabriella how seems like she might, like, detail she's everything very detail-oriented. Which is great, you need that on a boat. You do, but not necessarily on a list. Yeah. Like that. Especially if it's not a very green stew. Yeah, Ashley knows what she's doing. Don't, she, the, the details are going to bother her. Because she'll have her own details that she wants yeah. to do. Like, anyway. We'll get into more of them next episode, yeah. because, of course, this continues. 
with the second half of the Erica, Chuck, and Cindy char- I don't know what the last name is. The charter. Rose? Rose? Something. Rose? I think it's Rose. They're, the second half of their charter, we pick back up in next episode with the omelet. With the We're omelet. still there. Um, because they don't understand brunch. They don't understand brunch. And um, I think that's all we have for this one. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Obviously, like, subscribe, follow us. Um, we're going to plug our social media, which is just Anchor Watch Podcast. On Go check us out. All things. Um, give yeah. us five stars or rate. I don't know what platforms, but give us good reviews. Rate us. Recommend us to all your other Below Deck watchers. Yes. And, and have a great day. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.